Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's time once again for another Behind the Steel Curtain exclusive interview. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, podcast producer here at Behind the Steel Curtain. Man, I am thrilled today because we have the speedster, Calvin Austin III, fourth round draft pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2022. And he's here talking to us. Calvin, it's great to talk to you. Thanks for coming on with us. What's up? It's great to talk to y'all, too. Well, thanks for being here. I understand you have something going on with Panini, and I know me. I mean, I'm 51 years old, but I still love stickers and sports cards. So what's going on? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, we at, at this closed-out event, so um, finishing all our signatures up, signing our one-on-one cards and all that. So, um, you know, it's always cool to do that and just really just when you sign and them seeing the back of your card and everything like that is all is all cool to see. So, uh, they'll, so they'll probably be in, in circulation soon. <laughs> Did did you collect cards as a kid? No, I actually didn't. And um, I remember at the first event we had earlier, uh, well, last year in, in June or whatever, um, I had opened my first, that was like my first time opening some pack of cards and stuff. But um, I'll say it was very cool just to see just all the different um, cards and stuff you can get into, like you said, like it's like the one of ones and stuff like that. So it, it was definitely cool opening them. Well, that's fantastic. When should we expect this? In stores or online? Uh, actually, I think they're in stores and stuff. And, um, like, then I'll talk to somebody because I had asked that same question out because I was like, where do you, like, buy cars now? You know, in this age, a lot of stuff is, like, online and stuff. And it was like, you know, in stores like Walmart and Target and stuff like that, we would be able to, um, find those cars. But it's just about, I guess sometimes a lot of them are online and stuff, um, in circulation. But it's just about finding the, it's just sometimes about getting lucky. Yeah, you know what? I I like that thrill of opening the pack. My wife wants me to go to Target today and pick something up, so I'm in. That's what I'm going to do. Let's, let's... <laughs> I got to do it for <laughs> you. Got it. Let's talk about your experience with the Steelers. <laughs> I, you know, look, I I get it. There was a setback that you suffered in training camp. Even though you were unable to suit up with the Steelers, what positives in terms of acclimation of the Steeler way did you experience? Uh, I mean, I guess I was acclimated in every way just because I was still going to meetings. Um, I was at practice, um, going to the games, traveling, everything. So I was basically doing everything except um, practicing and playing in the game. So um, just as far as how we do how we do everything, like I'm 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 used to, you know, and like um, I'm still there in Pittsburgh rehabbing and stuff. So it's like at this point, I'm at the facility so much, and you know, around coaches playing stuff that like you know it's once you as a rookie you should be in a facility so much that like you're, you're used to everything and like you're so uh, like um just drowned in this like like you said the the, the stiller way and the, how, how we do things and we have a good veteran presence on our team too so it's never like an issue of adjusting to the stiller way and things like that and um like I said, that's why I said I'm very, very excited for next season just because, you know, um, being able to do all that is kind of like I can, like, 
I, I, I got a single I got a singular focus now going into, you know, training camp and things like that, because I, I kind of I'm not like, OK, let me adjust the speed. Let me adjust the new coverages. I don't have to worry about any of all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm just right now just I can focus on ball and getting getting back healthy and doing doing those things to help the team. So you were almost redshirted in a way without practicing, I guess. Yeah, most definitely. And that's how um just talking to some people and some the people that I'm close to in my life, we just just talking about it kind of like how we spun it. Like, you know, this is just another uh, another red shirt year for you. Like in college, I red shirt, so this is another red shirt year for you. And you know, um after that is just the work you put in and what you and what what you make of it. So um I'm just using it as dead and um, not using it as like a negative because I mean, there's positives in, in, in every situation, and of course, I mean, obviously, I would want to be out there playing, but since I'm not, you can still find positives, positives out of that, and so that's why I'm just excited. Well, the fans have a big positive in you, and it's the fact that 2022 is behind you, and you're coming in along with the draft class, but you're acclimated, like you already said, and now you're in a situation where you're a bonus to come in and you're something that the team is already counting on coming in and you've got a leg up on everybody else freshing start. So you're like a, an extra addition. So what we want to ask you next is, uh, you know, what are your goals for week one? Do you expect to be a major part of the team as far as uh, starting? And oh, at? Um, you know, I try not to think too far ahead, but like you know, just to answer it based, um, just to answer answer at base at face value, like a, like a hundred percent. You know, I want to. My goals for myself is to be a starter, to be a major contributor. But um, at this point right now, I've just I've just set my um my goals and stuff. I kind of just shortened them up and made them a little more um right now a little more just a little more basic. I say so like. I was talking the other day, it's like, I'm just really excited to get back and, like, just run. I'm looking for, like, one of my goals is to just, like, practice. Like, that's what I'm looking forward to, just practicing. Like, uh, having a complete, um, like, healthy, com- free, just first practice. Like, that's what my goal is, to just complete my first practice. And um, I'm not really thinking about the season and stuff like that. I know that will all come and stuff. But I'm just worried about practice, um, getting back healthy. And yeah, because I mean, it's almost been so long, I feel like, since I've just been able to practice. So um, that will almost be like a game for me, you know, just because um, all the live reps and stuff that I get are important. And um, just because I didn't have that game, didn't have the ability to play in games last year. But like I said, uh, I would say definitely that. Steelers started out two and six last year. Other teams would have folded up their tents. How did this team get motivated to finish seven and two and with a final of nine and eight? I would say um, nothing. We just started to execute, actually. And um, because nothing changed, I would say, from um, throughout the earlier weeks to the late weeks and stuff. But we were just executing. And um, like Coach Tomlin did nothing. He didn't say anything crazy different. He didn't switch up his how he do things. Like everything was the same. And. Like with Coach Tomlin, you're gonna always be be pushed. It, it's kind of hard to even explain. Like once you get in the building and a meeting, going to meetings and stuff, like everything is always gonna be laid out, and he's gonna explain to you how things are gonna happen and what we need to do to win. And each time we lost, we'll go back and and, and we'll go back and look and be like, well, 
he, before team in, we said, this is what we're going to have to do to win. We didn't do this. This is what they were going to try to do to stop us. And they did that and stopped us doing this. And we didn't have no adjustments or we couldn't stop them doing this. And whether offense, defense, special teams, whatever it is. But each time what we needed to do was spelled out in front of us. It was just we didn't um, – it just came down to simple execution. And um, that's why I said, like, it's just how he just – just how he carries himself, how how he leads us. Um, we all – it's just like everybody has an edge that, like, we're never out. We we never for a second we could have been one in ten. I, we wouldn't have been counted. We wouldn't have been like we'd be like okay. Once we go on this street, we're gonna see how everything lay out. And like I said, it did come down to um, you know we didn't execute early on, which did make us come down to having to depend on other teams for help. Which is why we wanted to definitely start off faster um, going and going in, into next year. But like I said, with Coach Tomlin, uh, we're gonna always be pushed and have a leader that's. That's leading us in the right direction. Like that's the most important thing. A lot of leaders, you you think they're good, but man, they're not <laughs> leading you in the right direction. Coach Tomlin is like he's always leading us in the right direction. Did you follow a team growing up? Uh, I would say I followed football. Like I followed, like I know a lot about a good amount of teams growing just because I watched a whole lot of football. What was draft day like for you in 2022? I, you were picked in the fourth round. There was a lot of thought that the Baltimore Ravens were going to go ahead and uh, pick yeah. you. And uh, the Steelers uh, swooped in, uh, not swooped in, but they went ahead and maybe they had some intel, but they went ahead and yeah. took you. So <laughs> let's talk about that. What was your gut on draft day? Um, That was just a crazy time, I feel, just because it was felt like it was so long. But once it happened, it was like, you know, as soon as it happened, it was like your life changed. So, um. Just being, I just stayed with my um, family um, in Memphis and had some friends over, and um, so it was cool just being being with my family that moment. Um, I remember my because I used my sister's number as like the number to call just because I didn't want my line to be busy or nothing like that. And like when the number came, she was like panicking. She was like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh!" Like the she saw the Steelers pop up and stuff, and Brand handed me the phone and stuff, and I'm just like. In shock, you know what I'm saying? So um it was just super surreal getting hearing um, you know, Coach Tomlin, uh uh Kevin Colbert on the phone, all then all them guys is just I mean, it was surreal. So um it was just at that point then it was just like, you know, once everything like settled in, it was like I started to be like, Hold on, let me look up the city of Pittsburgh to actually see where I'm going. Cause I was like, now that I think about it, um it like after the draft it was like you realize that a lot of the teams you talk to, a lot of the teams that people talk to, those people go to are the teams that they didn't talk to pre-draft. So, like, a lot of people really had, like, no clue to be like, they'll be like, bro, I didn't even talk to them at all. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, like, the draft is just, like, a crazy experience because, like, you, you're looking at the team that you talk to a lot. You're like, okay, I talked to this team. They're, they got a pick coming up. I talked to this team a lot. They got a pick coming up. But, like, when I saw the Steelers, I'm like, you know, I, I ain't talking to them too much. So I'm not really looking at that as a, you know, as a big option. Then it's like, you never know. And so that's why it's just a crazy experience, but super, but, but super blessed, um, obviously, to go through it. Well, it's funny. Kenny Pickett, they hardly talked to Kenny Pickett because he was next door and they've known him, knew him for five years. So they <laughs> just, they, just they, knocked on the door next. <laughs> they, they, they do a little, they're a little stealthy when it comes to that. Hey, I, definitely, definitely. Let me ask you this, because you mentioned the city of Pittsburgh real quick, and you didn't have much experience with it. Players talk about Pittsburgh being just a great place to be. What? How's Pittsburgh treated you? 
treating me great. Like you said, uh, I can definitely um, um, piggyback on what they were saying about it being a great, just a great place. Um, I would say just like city and organization wise, like it's pretty, it is pretty cool. And um, I would say Pittsburgh kind of got a, almost a similar feel to Memphis just because it's like a, um, they have a, a popular, a big team, but like, it's almost like a small market still, like a small city feel, like where you like feel just like home almost. This is like, a, it got a homey type feel, you know, where like, um, and so it's just, and then how to, the way the coaches and the players are and stuff, that was one of the big things that like I was, I'm not going to say surprised about coming in, but like that I thought was pretty cool. I was like, all them, I like, the plays were cooler than what I thought. Like it the, you know, like guys, like the vets and stuff, like, you know, like Cam, it's like, Gonna be a little intimidating at first, but like you know, they all be showing love to the rookies and stuff like that. So uh, it's all that's why I said like just being part of that organization. That's why when people come from other places, like you said, they always like highlight just how great the the just Pittsburgh is in general and stuff. So yeah, I can definitely I, I can definitely agree with them on that. As I wrap up here, I've got two more questions for you. Who are you closest to on the team? Uh, I say close with a lot of players. You know, it's just. A different, I'd say, it's just a different relationship with certain people, you know. But um, I'm cool with my. I'll say my the, the rookie class in general, though. Like all of us throughout rookie meetings, mini camp, just studying the plays together. Like my me and my rookie class, we got like really close. Just like everybody, just because we had to, we was all going through the same thing, having to learn the plays and stuff. I'd say just the entire rookie class for sure. Is George a personality like he seems to be? <laughs> Uh, yeah, most definitely. We got a uh, we we got a lot of personalities. Like I would say, the one that's like most surprising that people that uh, there'll be a good side for people to see, and I think that he'll provide some good laugh would be um, Jalen Warren. Love he's it. definitely a character. Yeah, he's definitely a character, and um, he he may seem like he's quiet and stuff, but don't don't do not let it fool you. Jalen is a character. That way he be that why he be running that ball too. <laughs> awesome. Finally, you know the media. We, the fans, we've labeled you as CA3, but I don't know if that's your nickname. What do you go by? I go by Cal, but I like CA3. I'm not going to lie. CA3, like people don't call me in the past. I, I like CA3. And like, that's my um signature too, you know, the C, the A, and the, you know, the three. So I kind of like the CA3. It just kind of flows too. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, CA3. I made a joke that I wanted you to get the number 16, Austin 316. I thought that <laughs> hey, would be really Stone cool. Coast. Shout out Stone Cold. Huh? <laughs> there you go. Hey, <laughs> hey thanks yeah. so much, buddy. I appreciate having you on the show. Um, Best of luck in year number two in Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh fans expect a lot, but they root for you too. We cannot wait to see what you get a chance to do when you put on that black and gold and those hypocycloids on the helmets. Yes, sir. Big things coming. Big things coming. Yes, sir. Thanks again for Calvin Austin III for agreeing to sit with me just for a few minutes to talk about his career, talk about what we can expect. Of course, we here at BTSC and all of Steeler Nation are excited to see what occurs in the future for this possibly great young player. Once again, my name is Brian Anthony Davis from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Be sure you stay with us for all of your favorite shows Feature interviews, anything you need. It's everything Steelers here from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Another day through.